Hello, welcome to the Pillow Talk podcast brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. Find us on social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, Shane, and Bill. When you say all right, it makes me feel all right. Woo! Yeah, that, that joke, Nick, was a little bit uncanny when you asked what the, you said the over under on the number of Mexicans in my house was one. I was wow, that was uh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm, I'm looking around for nanny cams that Nick yeah. got wired into my house or something. If you're here's the thing, if you're taking away hazard hazardous material, we're somewhere around it. <laughs> the jobs that we take are normally the jobs that nobody wants. And now if only someone could come and take away the residual smell of whatever they use to get rid of that stuff. Again, so, I, can, okay. I can do it for a case and a half. <laughs> so we're just going to record my... this in Skype, boys. Okay. 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 I don't know what the problem is with the audio recording software that we bought or that I bought, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you guys prefer a single read duck call or a double read duck call? <laughs> oh, double. double. Man, I feel oh. like I missed a lot. Okay. Is there any Double. question? Triple read, I mean, might. I mean, that's too much. Yeah, you get a lot more sound out of a triple read. You can, you know, do a lot more. But uh, well, whatever, whatever he chooses, though. whatever he chooses to get, I just want to get Nick a T-shirt made that has a Canada goose on the front, yeah. and on the back it says, "And then I pop up and shoot them in the face." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I start blasting. <laughs> the, the Danny DeVito with yeah. the two cards. That's, I, I, wish, I wish you guys could be at work with me because the number of times where we're telling stories about hunting and somebody stands up and goes, anyways, then I just start blasting. <laughs> yeah. We've oh. got a lot of good got a lot of good hunting stories that we pass That's around. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. But just start blasting. I would like to, uh, and I, I don't know what we're talking about. I mean, Jeremy's the one that called this podcast. No, no, no. Or golfing. We're good there too, guys. You just don't want to hunt? Record. Oh. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. Good night, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what this was? It was an intervention? Yeah. Hunting and golfing. That's what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hunting, and, hunting and golfing. Shane's got no reason to be here now. Then, <laughs> then I'm going to go back and I'll record it with the regular stuff that I can't hear. <laughs> but it'll be the good recording for everybody else. No, I was I'm just not even hungry either. So. This is uh, no, I, I didn't have any fifty. <gasps> I didn't have any. Wow, really? Yeah, really? Apparently, one. Well, this. Well, this thing. Glad we have something really special planned, Jeremy. I was going to say I didn't know. I I just figured we haven't talked for a while, and since I'm home by myself, you know, an ad hoc recording would be fine. But now I went and screwed the whole thing up. Ooh, episode one fifty. Cue the crowd. the fireworks and the celebration clapping and i remember when we had when we just had uh we had lunch breaks in a room and and people walking by the door saying what are those guys doing in there why are they in there in the dark (laughs) yeah (laughs) give me a sandwich
So we'd like to play oh. our hits. We'd like and to now, talk about it. And now, you're, and now you're still doing the same thing, except with two other dudes who you've co-opted along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And far yeah. less frequently. <laughs> Man, we were really out there for a while. You know. yeah. I know. I was just looking at when Five the last podcast. one came out. It was January a long time. 17th, guys. January yeah. 17th. Ooh. But we... We recorded it on January 1st. <laughs> that we did. Yeah, we stretched it out. Yeah. So we could do this one, and then minutes. we'll hit another one around Christmas. And then <laughs> we'll be caught up. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know. Yeah. You guys ready for SummerSlam in Detroit? <laughs> when, is, when is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, August 5th. August 5th. Okay. Yeah. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Seriously, Brock Lesnar still wrestles? Dude, Brock Lesnar's probably one of the biggest tickets in pro wrestling right now. Seriously? Yes. Wow. I hated him before, and I really? still hate him. Oh, yeah, I was never a fan of Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brock Lesnar's great. No. Didn't he uh, Didn't he also play do a stint playing for the Vikings? Uh, like playing for football like, for the Vikings? I mean, he, I don't even think, made the practice squad. But, so, like, but it was like a training okay. camp thing or something like that? Yes. So here's the Brock Klesner timeline. So Brock oh, That's Klesner exactly what we wanted to hear joins, for 150 Joins the episode. WWE. You got it, Bill. Uh, reports, to, <laughs> reports to Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, wows everybody there with his uh, abilities. He can do a shooting star press off the top ropes, which is astonishing for a man his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Does a brief stint there. Uh, then ends up joining the main roster. Uh, with one Paul Heyman by his side. Um, he is... Yes, one uh, does. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> uh, skyrocketed to... Uh, who else? I mean, really, who event. else? Uh, has ECW. an amazing <laughs> uh, amazing match with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania where he almost breaks his neck because he botches a shooting star press Wait, on the top of Kurt Angle couldn't wrestle anymore because he broke a neck or something. No, no, no. Kurt Angle won, the gold, won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> yeah, but didn't he have to stop wrestling recently? I mean, he... Yeah, I mean, he's had spinal fusion surgery, mm-hmm. so he's not right. wrestling right now. This was years ago, so this is... Oh, oh, this is I see. If I, then, if I remember okay. correctly, looking at him, I didn't think he had a neck to break. Oh, he's got an... He had a neck... He had a neck to break and then Shoulders, get, uh, like, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would, you, would you like to also... Uh, we could delve into the the neck injury of Kurt Angle and then him being on painkillers. Yeah, <laughs> please, let's. Uh, okay, so anyway... I think I so speak for all Kurt our Angle. listeners when, so then when he wrestles Kurt, what they Kurt want. Angle oh, at yeah. WrestleMania... Uh, bounces around for a while, decides that he wants to uh, go play football. Uh, so he Kurt Angle leaves. wanted to play football? Uh, huh? Kurt who, Angle wanted who, who, to play football. No, 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 no. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh, was I the football. only one that was confused? tried out for the Vikings. Uh, I don't, I think he might have made the practice squad. I think that might have been it. Uh, but it was very short-lived. He got cut. And then he went to uh, a little company called New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he um, he won their, uh, the IWGP uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, he then decided that he wanted to. Uh, he didn't want to wrestle for New Japan Championship Wrestling anymore, uh, so he took the belt and left. And uh, he refused to come back and drop it to anybody. So they had to create a new belt, which then was won by Kurt Angle. Uh, and um, and then. He went to UFC and was very successful, of course. And then eventually he retired from the UFC and came back to the WWE uh, and has just been doing crazy stuff. Like, it's, yeah, he's, it's interesting. He just kind of does whatever he wants and 
he's done some interviews on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, and um, yeah, it's just super interesting. Yeah. Not like it not is like Sting. super interesting. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> not like Sting interesting, where like you know he he things from the rafters and no, they're not allowed to do broods. that. Uh, but uh, he, I guess uh, they aren't allowed to do that anymore. Are Sting, they? <laughs> uh, yeah, Sting. Uh, the Owen Hart Cup finals were yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say I, the. Uh, I'd like to. The, it's the, they call it the Owen Hart rule. Yes. Well, the Owen Hart Cup finals were yesterday. It's a little, it's a little timely that you bring that up. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have a tournament. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. AEW does. Okay. Yeah, they have did a he rest, Did Owen Hart rest? I'm asking questions his, that nobody wants to answer. His wife. <laughs> So why? What Owen? What what connection does Owen Hart have to? It's the Owen Hart Memorial Cup Wrestling Tournament. Yes, but but why is it there and not because, somewhere else? Because the Owen Hart Foundation decided that they would like AEW to host this tournament because, you know, they didn't kill Owen Hart. Uh, now, okay, so is the Owen Hart to Foundation the different thing? from the different from the Hart Foundation? Yes. Is so Jim the Anvil Neidhart in the Owen Hart Foundation? Uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart, I believe, is dead. Damn it. Uh, his daughter, Natalia. <laughs> is she in the Owen Hart Foundation? No, she is uh, She is in WWE. Of course uh, she is. Yeah, the Owen Hart Foundation is a foundation that was started by Owen Hart's wife, um, helping underprivileged kids and all this stuff. Oh, so it's not a wrestling faction? No, 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 no. no. That'd be the New Hart Foundation, which consists of... Davy Boy Smith Jr. That's what uh, I said. Yeah. Natalia. I'm sorry. Tyson Kidd was in there. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, Sting's still wrestling. Sting's still so, wrestling. He does balcony dives. That's pretty cool. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> um, so I have this theory, right, that that anyone who has watched wrestling for any significant amount of time yes. can stop watching wrestling for I don't know, call it 20 years and can pick back up with like this much information and know exactly what's happening. And the fact that I have not watched a wrestling show since I lived in Bloomington, Illinois. Uh (laughs) And yet here I am almost talking intelligently about the subject Uh proves my theory. (laughs) I will tell you yesterday I witnessed one of the greatest two out of three false matches on free TV that I've ever seen. I recommend that you all watch it. It's from AEW collision. It's opened the show. Uh, and it was FTR versus uh, bullet club gold. And it was amazing. I mean, wait, F- wait FDR was wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. You're dead since 1945. Well, it was in a wheelchair before that. They keep it alive, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, they were in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It was, you know, where they're born to wrestle and bred to win. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, it was, it was the best. <laughs> like, I wish we could put it on right now and we could all watch it because it was amazing. It was a pay per view, it was a pay per view level match. It'd be a killer way to, to end our hey. podcast after 150 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And they just, they were just giving it, it's like, it was like if KFC was just giving away double down, if they were just giving them away for free, it was amazing. Bill, I can't, I, yeah. 
Bill, Bill, to your point about being yeah. able to speak intelligently about wrestling, mm-hmm. you don't really have to on this podcast. No. All you have to do is like say a wrestling word and then let the walking Wikipedia of all things wrestling <laughs> take no. over. Like, I mean, the crowd what, was yeah, what else? What gets pushed out oh. of your brain when all that stuff goes in there? Like, I want to see an AI mapping of the thoughts in Nick's brain. <laughs> I'll see. It's I've... like 99.9% wrestling, and then there's, you know, breathing and eating and things, gonna, and that's all that's left. I'm going to let Shane have a turn next. But <laughs> what I think gets pushed out of Nick's brain is things that he can actually apply to, like, his working situation. Yes. <laughs> like, work knowledge gets pushed out. Look, I... <laughs> Shane, would you agree or? <clears throat> I think oh no, I think we lost Shane. We lost him. I think. I think so too. You asked him that if he agreed, and then he just yeah, vanished. He obviously agrees. Look, we all have certain skills. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick can rewrite Liam Neeson's monologue from Taken. What I do I have think, is oh, Shane, a set of particularly particular skills. Okay. Yeah, you're good. It's weird. Would you, did you agree with Bill's statement? I was going to say, yes, I, I agree uh, 100%. Because we also know at the, at the current time, too, as he's said before, that he doesn't need to have much knowledge when it comes to his job just because he doesn't have that much to do. So <laughs> it's true. I, we all have, we all have did you, things. Did you, un, did you unplug it and plug it back in? <laughs> you turn it off and turn it back on. Yeah. We, we all have That's very it. There you go. Things. I I love professional wrestling. Would you like to know when David Arquette wrestled Nick Gage in a death match and nicked his carotid mm. artery, and then uh, Luke Perry had to take him to the hospital because I he was I saw uh, that. Was that for that stupid movie? Yeah, you can't yeah, kill I David Arquette. That. that was great. You know what? You know what? Nick Gage got paid for that match. He got a new mattress. Uh, oh, good for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Nick Gage was it a good also, mattress? Uh, he he yeah. said it, he said it was good. It was probably better than the ones he's used to in jail. But was it number one? It was pillow, pillow top or pillow top or no pillow <laughs> yeah. top. It was probably I think it was a yeah. sleep number. Queen, um, queen size, full. Probably Cali- California King. Oh, it's California King. Splurge yeah. for the big one. Except the downside is then you got to pay a lot of money for the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> I really recommend. Again, I've recommended this several times, but that you guys watch the Dark Side of the Ring. It's got a lot of good wrestling knowledge in it. <laughs> this has been Pillow Talk on the Pillow Talk podcast. Pillow Top Talk. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the finals of the Owen Hart Hart uh, tournament were yesterday. Uh, I'm a, I, uh, I don't think I got to that part yet in the match. Blood and Guts is coming up pretty soon. You guys want to watch Blood and Guts? That's going to be good. Nope. Uh, again, they're giving it away for free on TV. Two rings, one solid steel cage, six, 12 men enter, one team leaves. Didn't that used to be? <laughs> Shane's had it. <laughs> <laughs> unless, Nick, unless Blood and Guts has to do has something to do with George Patton, I think I'm out. So yeah. There's a lot of blood I, in I thought it. I turned my camera off there. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two teams, two teams, 12 men. Didn't they used to call that like, was it like, not Battle Wars? What was it called? Wrestle Wars? Nope, you're close. A cage match, wasn't it? No, when they put the two rings together, it was... um, War Games. War Games. SummerSlam. Yeah, legally they can't call it that anymore because WWE owns the rights once they bought WCW to War Games. But uh, they 
yeah, do a much better job. And then, and then at the end, Matthew Broderick plays a game of global thermonuclear war. <laughs> Would you like exactly. to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, war games is coming. Blood, blood and guts coming up. It's gonna be. It's really gonna be solid. War games will probably be coming up pretty soon in WWE. That'll be. Yeah, it's a real exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, wrestle yeah, heck of a summer here, coming up. Nick. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for Shane to get up and then to walk back with like a cardboard cutout of himself and just put it in the chair and, and walk away. I'm just yep, saying, two minutes. It's it's it's, two unpre- minutes. it's unprecedented the amount. There's wrestling on every single day of the week. When did that happen? When has that ever happened? Never, never has that never, happened. Ever, ever. We're talking. You can you can watch a wrestling show on Saturday night for free, and then turn around and watch a pay per view. This is a golden age of professional wrestling. Yeah, this is yeah. George Bush's America, Nick. Yeah, it is. This is what he. This is what he was. I'm I'm imagining all the marketing departments of all the wrestling uh, wrestling groups getting together and saying, you know, we're really. We're on every single day. We're really concerned. We're going to saturate the market, and then somebody just holds up a picture of Nick. Like, nope. As long Heck as yeah. this guy's around like, here, no, we're this good. guy's watching it all. <laughs> and the this dozens guy. like him. Hey, what, what exactly is our target audience? It's this guy right hey. here. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up. He loves wrestling and apple picking. <clears throat> apple picking. Yes. Yeah. 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 So how did Apple? I apologize because anybody who's now listened to this has listened to this before. How did Apple picking come up? Oh, we were talking about how uh, I have a hard fast rule that I don't uh, go to any sort of Apple picking or pick your own anything. Because, you know where I was this morning, Nick? Because I don't want because I don't like it when people come up to my wife and say, "I'm sorry, did they did they provide you to him, or did you have to pay extra <laughs> to get him, or what?" Yeah. We were uh, we were picking blueberries this morning, and I did make my "I wish Nick was here" joke. Yeah, I was, and that's what they said. They said, they said, you know, Bill loves to go pick blueberries and, mm-hmm. and apples. Did it this and, morning, and I and I said, I'm pretty sure that's where the joke came from. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So. See so yeah. Yeah, that's really my, my only Nick was here. My my gripe with those type of things, uh, Nick, is something that that's you might not otherwise. No, the 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 you pick type of thing uh-huh. is that there's a spot on I-39 in southern Wisconsin mm-hmm. that if you're driving back, like where we do when we go to the the family cabin, someone took a um, semi trailer. Like mm-hmm. I guess they use old semi trailers as like billboards. They'll just park mm-hmm. them next to the interstate. Yeah. And it's they, they just painted it yellow and in red letters the entire thing nothing else no pictures no nothing it just said you pick strawberryfarm.com but that's really hard to read when you're driving 70 miles an hour and all the letters are crammed together <laughs> yeah and I kind of don't understand that do it <laughs> no it, look I have I have several I have several reasons that I don't like them. One is one is because of what I've previously mentioned. Makes you feel uncomfortable. We yes. Two, I don't think that I should pay you for a job that you would pay someone else like me to do. Three, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's cheaper. Are you not a big fan of going to the self checkout aisles in the grocery store either? Or? Oh no, I'll I'll do that because then I know exactly the moron that's bagging my groceries. <laughs> when the eggs are broken, you know. Yeah, I'll be like, "What well, <laughs> idiot did this?" Oh yeah, it was me. 
Wait, is it really you pick strawberry? <laughs> I just sent, it's the, yeah, I just sent it's the letter U. Okay. Yeah, I sent everybody a picture of, of the board that you were talking about, Jeremy. It's actually a yellow board. Red That's letters, the one. Look at that. That's the one right com. there. That's the yep. token <laughs> colors right there. That's one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know how farmers devised this scheme that they were like, you know what? I bet that middle-aged or young white women will drag their boyfriends here mm-hmm. and we can get all this fruit off this tree pretty quickly and we and we can charge them they, they'll they'll love to do it we're paying jim over there to, no, not jim his name's yeah. not jim well that's what it's, they it's put one. on his that's what they put on his w2 uh jim smith yeah we're paying him to pay, to to pick these things why don't we have somebody pay us to come pick them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm the fool that keeps it, doing it. It's a genius business model. Mm-hmm. White people yeah. love spending money. It's cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper than buying them in the store. It's fresher. Yeah. And Take it's an jobs experience. out of my people's hands. That's exactly right. That's yeah. my goal. But then, yeah. but then you have to eat. Then you have to eat it fast. You know, like, my problem is like. I go to the apple orchard. We go there maybe, you know, yes. maybe once every fall or every couple of years or whatever. These big giant bag of apples. I can't eat apples that fast. <laughs> okay, so now hold on. We can we can talk about this. Yep. Let's... So Bill's gonna bust out his applesauce making tools well, and everything that. else. Yeah, but that's mostly my wife. No, no, no. This one this one will get you guys. So this morning we picked twenty two pounds of blueberries. Okay. As wow. one does. As one does. <laughs> 22 no more, pounds no of blueberries. Yeah. It's three bucks. No more, no, no it was, I mean, ish, right? But I mean, it gets used for all kinds of stuff, right? Some of them get, some of them get frozen. Some of them get turned into delicious jams and jellies, and some of them get eaten, and they last forever because you picked them off the bush. I mean, you can eat them for three weeks. You're jamming your blueberries? Oh, my wife jams. Oh, she makes this. This uh, we were discussing how <laughs> my daughter and I. We, we formed a, a union this morning and said that if my wife doesn't make her blueberry lime jelly, that we were going to go on a work stoppage. Mm. We were going to join uh, the Screen Actors Guild and then the writers <laughs> in a in a work stoppage, but our only demand was going to be the jam. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the difference between jam and jelly. <laughs> there's a whole, it's moisture content. It's a thing. And then preserves yeah, are in that's there. That's not what I was going for, but... <laughs> <laughs> And there's preserves, and it's about the fruit. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just gonna sit here quietly. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I'm, this, but I'm, tr- I'm trying to wrestling. This I'm trying to. Wrestling. No, this one's not my wrestling. <laughs> well, it kind of is because I'm trying to imagine a situation where I would wake up in the morning, and the first thing that would go through my head is, "Do you know what I really need today?" Oh, 22 boy. pounds of blueberries. Boy, I can't, I can't wait to get out in that field, start shaking those bushes. One, you don't shake the bushes. Uh, but, Jeremy, to your point, the bushes. That, that makes sense. I get it. This has been planned for weeks, so it wasn't like we just woke you up. You planned this? I didn't, but it was planned, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So on a calendar oh. somewhere, it says. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. They, have a, they, they sorry, have a. They have a. I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no I was just. I'll stand with you, Bill. We go to uh, Spicers. That's where we went. We were fall. at Spicers. Yeah. So we don't. Point we don't order. do the picking. We just go for uh, apple cider and donuts. But yeah, 
Point of order. Do What's the rock pick? while there? You get the apple cider donuts and kill two birds with one stone. There you we, go. They didn't have apples. So we got some cinnamon. There's some cinnamon donuts sitting over there. Um, yeah. Well, it's the rock yeah. wall there. <laughs> it was oh, not. No, the rock wall was not there. <laughs> no. I'm waiting for them to like we, to make a return. My wife and I talked about the rock wall yesterday, in fact, and she's like, that's not funny. You guys shouldn't be laughing about it. And I was like, look, it's a funny story. I've told it multiple times. The lady's fine. She was like, she was not fine. <laughs> Oh. She was I mean, at least concussed. I'm like, no, in my story, she's fine. Only yeah. way that that's funnier <laughs> is if she landed on somebody who was dragged out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like on would... Mr. Deeds when he's saving that lady from the, <laughs> from the fire. And he... <laughs> oh, that's funny. If that, if that was the case, it would have to be some 15-year-old, like, Acne faced, yeah. like yeah. the character from The Simpsons with the voice yeah. breaking. Oh, Speaking voice sorry. team, yeah. So yeah. we're not allowed it, to put butter on the milk Something duds. like that, you know. Yeah. Or a bird. Kind of. Uh, right. Land on a you, land on a bird. <laughs> somebody, somebody go dig up. D- somebody go dig up DJ Qualls and see if he's up to anything. Oh. That's who you cast in that role. <laughs> it is who you cast in that role. <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, I thought like Justin an arm, <laughs> an arm, like at a weird angle sticking out underneath. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. See, oh. now I've got that scene from Road Trip in my head where he uh, has his conquest. And I would imagine yeah. the yeah. lady from the rock, the rock wall might have also looked similar to the size to that lady. So, <laughs> <laughs> we already have a picture in our head of what that would look wow. like. Wow! <laughs> oh, see, and when I picture sick. DJ Qualls, it's in the new guy. Yeah, we give, give him the crazy, oh, yeah. eye. crazy eye. What a great, what a great actor DJ Qualls is. <laughs> and who can who, who right can on forget? The on. Who great can actors. forget his uh, his his t- his turn as the. Uh, the nerdy tech guy in the sci-fi movie The Core. Oh yeah, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, that is true. Oh. I forgot about that. I think is I it? think I'm in the minority. I actually don't. For what that movie is, I don't mind that movie. That movie was fine. I liked it. I liked it. I've, I've never seen it, so I haven't either. Never seen The yeah. Core. Oh, it's no. a good movie. I've I've seen an Apple Core, but not the Core. <laughs> yeah. So you, so, okay, we covered what Bill did this weekend. <laughs> yep. He took jobs away from migrant workers. I children did. Again, there, starving. Was, there were plenty of blueberries on those bushes for any migrant workers or right. Yeah. Anybody who'd want to pick them. There's plenty of blueberries left. It's migrant workers. It's, <laughs> I don't want to assume. You don't need to. <laughs> this is all your speaking. This isn't me. Yeah. What you, uh, and we know Jeremy, Jeremy, tell everybody what you were up to this weekend. Well, this past week, so we're getting our basement renovated. Um, oh, and I, I, so I actually have to tell the story, too. Um, so we're getting our basement renovated. And part of this is um, several years ago was the discovery that in order for us to have our kind of, you know, uneven concrete floors, it's an old house built in the 1950s. So the concrete settles and things like that, like no big problems with it. 
knock on wood, we think. Um, <clears throat> but in order to get new carpet put in there, we want to get the floor leveled out. But then we discovered that we have asbestos tile underneath the carpet in this room. So you got to go through the big rigmarole and they come in and they seal everything off and you get all the cheap ass contractors that'll be, oh, no, you don't need to do that. We'll we'll just, you know, spray water on it and take it. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that with my kids in the house. So so we do all this stuff. <laughs> and the, the first day. Send your kids that, outside, then spray water well, on it. Yeah. Well, the, the so the first day they come in, they tear all the carpet up, and and I get the call. Right, the guy comes up, and my whole uh, stairwell is like taped off with you know tarp and everything like that, but I can still hear everything that's going on down there. So the project manager guy comes up, and he's you know, hey, hey, Jeremy, you, you, um, we need you to come down here. There, there's something that you I, really need to see. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh god. Like what, did, what kind of horror did you discover down there? That's going to cost me Because your brain, your brain went from really awful to John Wayne Gacy, right? Right. Like, yeah, the, like his, they found, like they found Jimmy Hoffa sticking up from my exactly floor or right. something like that. But did he, right? but like, did he just, really sound like that or did it sound like Mr. Bolt? You have to... No, that, no. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near that. Okay. That's your no, territory. Okay. Just, again, I no. Nicolas Rodriguez can say those things that <laughs> yes. the rest of us can't. The rest of us cannot, no. Um, so, so I'm like, okay, you know, can I, can I come down here? Is it, is it safe? Cause you know, you don't want that stuff in the air or whatever. He said, no, we haven't, we're just taking the carpet up. We haven't disturbed the tile yet or anything. So it's, you know, it's not a big deal. So I walk outside, go down through the, the laundry room. Were they uh, all in like hazmat suits while you no, were No, no, they, no, they were, yeah, <laughs> they were totally they were fine. Just, but the rest of us are in suits. It's, fine, it's, it's not fine. a big deal. It's okay. Don't no, worry. All good. Um, so I go down there and walk around the court. I have to go through like this airlock that they have built. You know, there's like a two phase, you know, plastic thing airlock come in. And so I walk in and turn the corner and the carpet's all gone. And it's this awful, you know, brown, multi-shade brown, nine by nine asbestos tile in there that, you know, probably like 1960s or early 1970s or something like that. But I see directly in front of me all the way across the, the room a perfectly done shuffleboard court <laughs> built into the tile. <laughs> you said like, I have, I, well, I have no response to this. I have no response. To, I'm just sitting there. My mouth is hanging open. I'm like, so, so I send it, I send it to you guys. I send it to all my neighbors. Um, and my neighbors, just, my phone starts blowing up from all my neighbors. Like, you can't, you can't take it out. Like you have to leave it there. Like it's glorious. Or, or yeah. if, if you're going to, if you're going to take it up, put it, put a non asbestos one back down there. Yeah. But I'm just to the yeah. to the point to the point, Bill. When I asked earlier, I said, you know, I I can't imagine waking up in the morning and saying, you know, what I need to do today is pick 22 pounds of blueberries. Much like that, if I were designing the floor <laughs> in a fairly small room in a sub basement in a split level house, that I can't imagine having the mental conversation of, you know, what this floor needs a shuffleboard court. That's what it needs. Hey, somebody was sometimes <laughs> need to throw puck. You just somebody need to was throw really puck. into shuffleboard. Yeah. But I, and it must've been, you know, I, I didn't, the, the picture that I sent you guys was the only one that I took, but if you kind of went and looked at it, the, the guy was uh, telling me, cause they make all kinds of discoveries. Like he said, once he was at a, um, a house in Park Ridge, Illinois, which is a pretty ritzy bill. You probably know Park Ridge, Park Ridge is like a a, a fairly well-to-do West Chicago, Western Chicago suburb. And he said that he found a Marlin, like the, a Marlin design on the wow. tile in a room that they did. So so apparently this is not unheard of, especially in places where they cover it up for decades and you know nobody knows that it's there. But he thought, and I, I would agree with this because if you looked at especially the the regular floor tile that was around the arrowheads, 
it was flawless. I mean, there was not, you couldn't have put a piece of paper in the gap between them. So it must have been a kit that you could actually oh, buy. Like, sure. presumably, you buy this kit, and then when they put the tile down, you're just kind of putting the pieces there. But yeah, because it, it, it was integrated into the floor tile like it was meant yeah it wasn't like on top it was no part of the time that wasn't something that was you know cut in and added later i mean Mm -hmm. that was installed deliberately yep Yep. and here's the here's the uh the magic eight ball ouija board whatever you want to call it premonition moment is that earlier that week when i was in wisconsin because the whole family went to wisconsin and then i came back with the dog so that you know i could be here and at least for as much of this project as we can possibly get done. Um, so we went on the 4th of July to this brew pub restaurant that we like, you know, we parade was over. So we went over to get something to eat and they had the big long, you guys know, they've seen mm-hmm. it, the, um, the big puck. wooden shuffleboard things, right. With the pucks that you slide, the, you put the sand on the table and you slide them down there. So my kids wanted to play this. So there's four of us. So we get in and we're, we're playing back and forth and, you know, one of them, I think it was my 10 year old was asking me, so, you know, this is, this is kind of like curling. And I was like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of, you know, it kind of is like curling, Cousin, right? but, but actually it's more like shuffleboard. <laughs> and they're asking me this, what, you know, what's that? So I have this extensive conversation explaining to my kids what shuffleboard was not knowing <laughs> that about three oh. days later, there was going to be a discovery that there's been a shuffleboard court under our feet for the last 10 years. Wow. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to start buying lottery tickets now after that. I don't know, but but yeah, (laughs) that was, yeah, that was, that was the fun thing. So that was all done on Thursday. And then I kind of, uh, went and played golf yesterday and just did in monstrous amount of yard work today. So I'll ask the question. I'll ask the question. Bill wants to know what'd you shoot? Uh, not good. I played, I played, I played Cog Hill and it was bad, real bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'll say about it. Bill, Bill, you're going to be lucky on this because I played so badly yesterday. I don't even want to talk about it. So oh, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that. I'm sorry you played poorly. I'm not sorry you don't want to talk about it. Awesome. Shane? Yes? What have you been up to? Oh, okay. Um, he said no. I, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason I, I, I lost you guys for like a minute for whatever reason my internet went out and then it came back. So I, I missed uh, the beginning story of, uh, from Jeremy there, but, um, so it, this right here is only displayed now because since the last time, uh, that we had our, our pod, we've actually moved to a new house. Um, that also, Congratulations. Had, thank you. Um, it actually has a pool, uh, which is one of the big, uh, points for us, the, the big purchase points. Um, the the pool itself has been a pain in the ass to uh, to get going. <laughs> what I hear, um, I hear that they are uh, a fun fun time to to get them ready. Yeah, yeah, um, and we, you know we thought we would do the easy thing and just because there's companies that can come out and open mm-hmm. the pool for you, right? You know, all they ask is that you just take the the tarp off, the cover off before they come out. So when we did that. We kind of had some issues, and it. Uh, the, I'm sorry, Shane. Caesars. Nick, did you bring enough for everybody? <laughs> yeah, there's about half pizza left. Nick, Nick disappeared and just comes back in the middle of the story with a big slice of pizza, mm-hmm. pepperoni. Yeah, it looks, looks like, like hot and ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shane. I apologize. No, that looks delicious. <laughs> um, no, so the uh, 
the, the, the first thing that you need to do is just, you got to, and I'm sure everybody who is listening that owns a pool is, knows this, you know, so what you need to do is you, you vacuum the water off the top of the, the cover, get all that excess because all the water from the snow and the rain from the winter season. Mm-hmm. So you got to get all rid of it. And then you carefully take the cover off and you're good. Well, we had come to find out as we were vacuuming the water off the top of the cover and I was doing it for like seven or eight hours, just kind of moving the vacuum around, getting rid of the water. The next morning, we realized that the the, the water level of the pool itself had gone down. Like it, it looked a lot lower than it did the night before. And we realized that we had been sucking out pool water for how many hours? Ugh. Only because of the fact that the cover actually had holes in it, uh, which we so didn't it know it had holes up. in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it had holes in it. We take the cover off. We have trouble taking the cover off a whole bunch of uh, what tadpoles and leaves and pine cones and everything else dumps into the river or into the into the pool. Um, you guys may have seen uh, a Facebook picture that I put on it. The pool looked like a pond. It was like a dark, dark green. Oh, I didn't. But I'm oh, so that, right that, that yeah, that, that was that was the one where I, I think I. Shane, wasn't that the one where I asked if uh, you jump in that pool if you come out as a ninja turtle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's the one. Because so that was Ooh. right after we took the cover off. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with because when was it? That was uh, a couple of days before late our Memorial Day weekend, May so 28th, according to your Facebook post. Yep. There you go. Um, I'm not gonna bore you with all of the details, but we officially got into the pool like two weeks ago. Finally, is it still green? And no, it. it <laughs> No, it, it is it is blue. Uh, at that time, it was a milky blue, but we were so fed up because the chemicals were fine. Uh, I had we're been vacuuming for yeah we're, yeah, we're going in. I had been vacuuming for three or four days. We bought a robotic vacuum to help vacuum, and we said, you know what, the chemicals are okay. I'm getting in. I don't care, you know. Um, so like the day before Fourth of July, the Fourth of July, the day after, we're in it. Um, we actually had an open house last weekend. We had people in it. And as of like, I was just telling Nick before we started, as of like the last four or five days ago, it is crystal clear. Nice. It's perfectly fine now. It just took forever. I had to have half of it drained and more water put back in. I had to have the, the pool company. They came out to open it. They came out to uh, repair some broken pipes that had cracked that were uh, reducing pressure so the the drains weren't working, and then they came out to vacuum to start the vacuuming before I started to do it manually after that. So it we knew it was going to be and it you know we knew it was going to be uh, uh, not I wouldn't say a headache but just a lot of work right sure um, but we kind of thought that that would just be the maintenance of it. Right now the maintenance is easy compared to what we went through for what the six or seven weeks now so yeah. but shane shane i'm i'm just imagining you all decked out like carl spackler from caddyshack when he's <laughs> scrubbing the pool out looking for the baby ruth candy bar like that's 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 what i have the mental image i have as, 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 as we talk here i will send you another picture because at one point uh when we drained the pool because at, at this point i was like i don't know what else to do we need to like we couldn't see down to the bottom we're, I was taking like the, the long pole with the bag and I would scrape it along the bottom of the pool and come out with just a bag of leaves Ugh. and just dump 
And we would keep on doing that. So at some point, like the water wasn't getting any better. So I said, you know what, we're just going to, um, we're just, we're just going to drain as much as we can and just put in like 8,000 new gallons of water. And that helped. Um, but it, it still needed a lot more work. Um, and I'm going to send you a picture. Here we go. So this is from June 24th. This was when I was in there, uh, <laughs> scraping oh, the sides man. of the, yeah. Ugh. Scraping the sides of the, the, the wall, getting rid of the algae on the wall. This was before we had the new water pumped in, but I was in there with like a brush, just trying to get as much clean as I could. And you can still see the water was still a nice, uh, uh, a nice green at that point. Yeah, so, a little green there. Yeah, only after we got the new water put in did it start to clear up and the <laughs> vacuuming helped. So it was. Did it you was, have those shorts or did you have to make them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, actually, actually, it was a full pair of pants when he got in there and the water just. <laughs> the water away. <laughs> yep, just ate it away. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as you can see, I was real happy. Uh, but I, I, you look I, thrilled in this picture. Like you, I didn't know. There's else nowhere else you'd want to be. Yeah, like I, we needed to get in there and just scrub, and and get out as much as we can. And Sometimes we were, we were going to the dirty job we just needs to be done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were going to drain the whole pool, and luckily, I, I've had a, a real nice neighbor two houses over. He's got a pool as well, and has been very helpful in like, hey, this is what you do. This, and I was. This morning, that the morning of that photo, I was scrubbing, and he's like, you know, yells over. He's like, hey, you know, how you doing? I'm like, I kind of explain things to him. He's like, I tell him that we're draining the pool, and he's like, did they tell you to do that? I'm like, no, no, we just decided to do that ourselves. He's like, no, 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 you don't, don't drain a fiberglass pool because it'll wreck the fiberglass. It'll start to, because the weight of the water is what keeps it in place. Mm -hmm. If you remove the water, your fiberglass will start to bow, and like, wait and get oh, wow. waves in it, and it'll start to break. So I got out real quick. We put the hose in and just tried to fill it up as best we could for the next 12 hours until the, uh, until the pool company came to, to put more water in. But wow. it's been a process, to say the least. So being able to use it now and have it be clear and we've got a slide and everything, it's, it's now we're actually able to use it. It's, it's really good. But, yeah, yeah. it's well, that's, been a pain. That that's awesome shane that's awesome shane and you know what now that it's all back up and running you know what that pool deck needs a shuffleboard what? board <laughs> <laughs> and if it's asbestos outside it can't hurt anybody right <laughs> right it's true that's, that makes perfect sense you got it yeah <laughs> so now we've got about uh what seven weeks until we have to close it up probably so. <laughs> no, let's not think about that right now no, okay. but, yeah. Great. but yeah you got about seven yeah. weeks yeah, yeah so and then great. and then we'll next season it. it's going to be fine when you open it up yeah get a yes. new cover now, now we know what to, yeah we have to get a new cover we know exactly what to do because one one quick story and my my like i said the neighbor that's been helping me nice guy great guy he's answered all my questions he, he said hey if you ever need any help or have any questions let me know and of course i've been this whole process i've been on my phone like bugging him bugging him and he came over and uh he he said this in a joking manner he said it was true but he said it while he was laughing because he felt bad but he told me that when he took the cover off his pool it was crystal clear ready to go <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah uh, you know and we laughed about it because you know he he 
it, it was funny just because of, of course, you know, he takes his cover off and it's perfectly fine. You know, he's like, I may have to vacuum a little bit to get a couple corners clean, but other than that, it's, it's perfectly fine. I'm like you get out of here. So, so you mentioned the thing behind you is displayed because you moved. What is it? Well, this, the, the only reason that you can see it now, this was at my old house. It was just on the wall on the other side, but this is, it's a proclamation uh, that I actually now own a small sliver of land in the hills of Scotland, which is oh, very cool. where half my, you know, where part of my family's from. So I got it as a birthday gift from Morgana. Um, so it does say, whereas Lord Shane Heck. So I oh, have excellent. to be called now Lord every time I'm greeted yes. or, you know, called upon. So Morgana really does crush your birthday gift. Like she oh. knocks it out of the park. Absolutely. Like any, any gift. I shouldn't just take that to, to birthdays. She, any gift. Yeah. 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 She, she knows what she's doing when it comes to, uh, when it comes to gifts. So yeah, it's like when we work together, I'd be like, what are you doing? She's like thinking of Shane's gift. (laughs) Thinking of of what to get Shane. That's awesome. Yeah. You can go to a website and it has like the, uh, the coordinates and it'll show you on the map, like with a little dot as to where it is. So it's, that's pretty cool. That is cool. You can go so, and visit there someday. I can probably, yeah. I'll make my way out there. Take a bag chair and just just plop down and row. This is mine. Yeah. All yeah. this is mine. I might get yelled at if I've got one leg of the chair on somebody else's. Hey, but, you know. first of as far as the arms stretch is our kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, wear my, I'll wear my kilt and I'll fit right in. Yes. Yes. Yes, you will. Yeah. Nice. So... It's like when I go yeah. to Mexico and wear my sombrero. <laughs> Hold, holding a cerveza. The traditional, the traditional headwear of your people. Yeah, and my Mexican yeah. blanket. It's a rape, if you will. See, this, this, this is what's happening. Is, is Nick is just serving up these, like, meatballs, meatballs. lollipops, yeah. and none of us will even take a swing at it. No, because nope. we're not dumb. No. Nope. You guys aren't dumb. I need my job. <laughs> I, I, I am merely observ, uh, observing, throwing observational, you know, if, if, if I was to go to Mexico, one, I'd stand out pretty well because I'd have money. Two, I'd... <laughs> Two. Hey. Hey, Bill's that LLC all paid up? Yeah, we're good. I renewed <laughs> okay, it for another good. year. Okay. Oh my gosh. Or my sombrero. I'd say things like, "Can I get some nachos, poor favor?" <laughs> Try to get people's attention by saying, "Excuse me." <laughs> I mean, it's these are all wow. you know. Say things like I've seen a dead dog tied to a telephone pole before. I don't. <laughs> you know, just th- you know, I was a tourist. El El Perro Muerto. Yeah. No, no CEO El Perro Muerto. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, you know what else I did today? Yeah, I went, please, well, please I went, pivot, pivit. I went and saw Mission. Went and saw Mission Possible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I hear it's very good. And why is it Part One? Because there's a Part Two. Obviously, okay. Next next year. It's and then are we done? <laughs> we done with these at this point? Then or well, the no before when they're because they've been making these movies. Yeah, they've been making this movie. Parking dog. 
<laughs> well, there's an easy way. <laughs> El Perro Muerto. No. Um, Tied yeah. to a telephone pole. <laughs> <laughs> or the back of a car, like vacation. Oh. Um, no. Um, so I guess they've been making this movie since 2020. They started it like in oh, the summer and then had to shut it down. Yeah. So supposedly when they started it, it was going to be, it was always going to be a two-parter, but this was going to be it. Um, but I guess there's been some discussions about doing money. A- yeah. After cause it's right. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it's a cash cow. Yeah, it really is. Tom, Tom Cruise can do no wrong right now in the, in the movie theater. So this but. is just like between mission impossible and fast and the furious. They just need to stop. I think the Fast and the Furious movies are about done, aren't they? They were supposed to be. This was supposed to be the last one, but I think they're coming out with another one. Yeah, I'm sure they are. I mean, I I haven't seen one. I think I saw the fourth or fifth one, and that's where I stopped. Yeah. Which is more than the Mission Impossibles that I saw. I think I saw like three, four. I don't know. Was there one with Ewan McGregor in it? I think I have a different movie. That's how many of them I've seen. You're thinking of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Same premise. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Same premise. Yeah. You've only know. seen one, Jeremy? Yeah, the first one. That's it. Well, that that's dude's cracked in the well, face and, with the brakes on the elevator. But it, the, the, funny, the funny thing about that series is if you go back and watch that first film, it's a very, very European yeah. film. I mean, it's it's not a big budget blockbuster Michael Bay eat your heart out like special effects extravaganza, and then it, the whole series just gravitated in that direction. Did John yeah. Woo de- direct the second one? Yeah, because yeah. I think okay. the then first I one the, I, I saw one, two, and three. Then the first then one J- I think was Brian De Palma. Yep, J.J. Abrams did three. I think I saw the J.J. Abrams one. That, was, that one, one was Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's what I was just going to say. I think I thought that was the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, God rest his soul. Yeah, great. Philip villain. Seymour Hoffman's dead? He's yep. been, been dead. Yes. Yeah. Capote's dead? Brant from no, The Big Lebowski. The, dog. the dude from Twister? Yeah. Bill Paxton? Yeah, he's also dead. Also dead. <laughs> Bill Paxton's dead. Oh my gosh, where has shit, he been? This, he's been watching wrestling. Shit, this is getting, guys, this is getting depressing. <laughs> <laughs> John hey, Belushi's Nick, dead, Nick. Nick, I hate to break it to you. Owen Hart's dead too. Oh, I do know that. Yeah, there's oh, a great dark man. side of the ring about it. So that what they really do is they take <laughs> Jeremy. This is your fault. <laughs> yes, this is me. I own. This is on me. I own this one. <laughs> okay, so no, here I, I got it, but I got an even better pivot because I sent you guys that meme that I saw on the internet. The uh, the Indiana Jones and the Legion of Doom. Yes. <laughs> so pivoting from wrestling to that, did, did anybody else see uh, the Dial of Destiny? I think we all saw it. I Everybody seen I it? Have, oh, I you guys haven't yet. seen it? Oh, not yet? Oh. Okay. Nope. I saw all it. right. Well, again, worst pivot ever. So no, we can't talk no about spoilers. It. <laughs> Jeremy, what'd you think? I liked it. It was substantial redemption from the dumpster fire that was kingdom of the crystal skull yeah it was way better i mean for you for shane and nick i mean it was i think like i'm not a huge fan of the temple of doom and so like this is solidly like my third favorite indiana jones film oh yeah i i i can agree with that my i talked to my son today um and i guess uh when my in-laws went up there 
they brought like he's my father-in-law's got a ton of older movies on dvd so i guess they took a bunch of them up there and one of them was indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull mm-hmm. so my oldest has oh. seen well my oldest has mm-hmm. seen the other three the first three and that was that was basically his thing as he watched it. he was like it was really stupid when you know the aliens at the end it's yeah that's yep yep pretty <laughs> much there was aliens <laughs> in kingdom of the crystal the crystal skull yeah yeah, man, I did not pay attention during that. Spoilers. Movie. No, it wasn't any good. It um, <laughs> so like five did its best to ignore four, which was wonderful. Um, but it, and, it didn't. It didn't pretend it didn't exist. It just retconned no. the the things that it needed to retcon, and then went on. And so here's <laughs> here's the thing. And, and Bill, you saw it too. I don't. Um, it it felt to me like I had if if I compared, for example. Dial of Destiny with Last Crusade, mm-hmm. it felt to me like a very similar stylistic comparison if I looked at The Force Awakens and A New Hope. That's because it interesting. Felt, because it felt like there were a lot of the, like, for example, the, the thing that really got me thinking about that was at the very end, and again, no, no spoilers, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, but it's like, they're kind of looking for the relic that they're seeking and they're in a, you know, cavern looking for this thing and they're going through and they're setting traps off and the bad guys are coming behind them just like they were when they were looking for the sure. Grail cave in last crusade. So stuff yeah. like that kind of made me feel like it was, there was a lot of echoes there that they were kind of trying to. Whoa. He, he just oh. dropped the mic and left. <laughs> the Nazis <laughs> got him. <laughs> Somebody didn't like him talking. Apparently. Yeah. Wow. Wowza. Ooh. That's well, that's unfortunate. I would still I would I still plan on seeing it. I just wanted to try to see uh Mission Impossible and then Oppenheimer. You know, get oh, those yeah. out of the way first. Good. Uh, Indian Jones yeah. was great. We but. took the kids. They hadn't um, we did a little like George has seen all of them, but the girls had not seen any Indiana Jones movie. And so oh. <laughs> Jeremy says he has no idea what happens. And so what we did, um, <laughs> we, we had watched the first one and the third one kind of in the week or so leading up to it and then took them to see it. So, okay. Do you know that I, my son last month told me that he saw, cause he loves Indiana Jones. But uh, we stopped at two. He told me that he'd saw three um, at my cousin's house. And uh, do you know that I've never watched the third Indiana Jones since I was five years old? Oh, see, I, I watched, think the third one's my favorite. I watched yeah, that one's the best. I watched you know, when I was five. And when that guy reached into the other guy's chest and pulled out his heart. Uh, I lost my mind <laughs> and, uh, I was, I, and I remember it because I remember I was sitting in front of an old TV, one of those old box TVs, you know, the, the, with the wood frame that you put stuff on the top and had the little dial on the side and we were sitting and I was sitting cross-legged and I watched it and it was in a subdivision that backed up to my house is where my friend lived. We were watching it, and that happened, and I just, I screamed, got up, ran to my house, didn't have the words to tell my parents what happened, 
All I could tell them was that I would not, I wouldn't take my shirt off. I wouldn't take a bath. And, uh, finally they figured out what had happened because the people called and were like, where, I don't know what happened to Nick. Cause you know, parents were really keeping an eye on people back then. And, um, <laughs> I hadn't watched that movie since I was five years old because of that. Wow. Yeah. I actually had a, a fairly watch it. extensive conversation with my 10-year-old because after we went and saw – all of us went and saw Dial of Destiny together. And my the 10-year-old hasn't seen any of the other ones yet. But he knows about the the reaching into the chest for the heart. So we had this very extensive, really – I was surprisingly grown up conversation where he's asking all about, well, how are the special effects done? And does it look real? And so we're like going back and forth about all this stuff because he wants to know it, it's not because it's gratuitous. He wants to know whether it's, whether it's going to freak him out when he sees it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. I said, well, probably if you watch it when it's on TV, they don't actually show that part, but you know, it was, it was rough at 36. Let me tell you, I was like, I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like the guy in the cage. Like I was like, and it was, and he's still alive. <laughs> oh, I will never forget that. It's just like, I don't, I don't need to rewatch. I saw it a couple of times. I don't need to watch it again. Like it's just, I can enjoy Temple of Doom and I can enjoy the last crusade and, you know, I can enjoy a dial of destiny and I'm good. You don't enjoy Raiders of the Lost Ark? I'm sorry, I meant Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> One, three, ruined, five. I can enjoy the odd numbered ones. I'll skip the evens and call it a day. It ruined the Goonies for me too. <gasps> rough. I love the Goonies. It's just I have a hard time every time I see that little short round. <laughs> the the what? The what now? Short round. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. 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 I, I think that that's part of the reason I still haven't watched everything ever every everything everywhere all at once. I haven't watched it. I think it's because deep down I'm still messed up from from short round in Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah. I finally got a chance to watch that. I can see why it won all the awards, but for me like one viewing was plenty was good enough. Sufficient. Yeah. Like, it was good, but I'm like, all right, I don't you can Full so you can see hype, but. you can see why it won everything everywhere all at once. Oh yeah, exactly. Great, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> hey oh, like, I could feel that one coming too, and I was like, oh, <laughs> just powerless to stop it. You know I, it's about yeah, to happen, and there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let it go. I went camping this weekend and uh, or this week, uh, and I brought it with me. Be to honest, your wife kicked you out of the house. Yes, that's what I call camping. For, for buying for buying $300 worth of Canada Goose decoys. It was $100 worth of Canada Goose decoys, <laughs> and they're going to bring us dozens of pounds of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Now, are you – okay, so, Nick, you didn't tell anybody what you've been up to. Oh, um, yeah. Can you tell everybody – And because I, I have questions. So please yeah. tell everybody about your, your goose decoys. Yeah, so I um, – I like hunting, um, you know, uh, unlike Bill, apparently. Um, and I've gotten more into um, waterfowl and migratory bird hunting in the last couple of years. Um, and part of that is Canada geese. 
which uh, are a big nuisance. Oh, they're um, not just a nuisance. They're also assholes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so I figured what better way to help with this problem uh, than to get into waterfall and migratory bird hunting. Um, there's a theory that uh, everybody in Canada is so nice because once a year they take all of their negative energy and they put it into those geese when they migrate south. Uh, <laughs> and I have seen nothing. Holy, that God, that's a really it. interesting theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing to debate. Now. I mean, that theory holds true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I believe so it. I had the opportunity to, uh, I don't, well, okay, let's back up. So water, waterfowl and migratory bird hunting. So when you do this, uh, waterfowl, obviously you're on the water. Migratory birds, you're normally hunting a field um, or some sort of small body of water where you're normally on the outer banks. So you need some sort of decoys normally to bring these birds in because they need to know that it's a safe spot to land, things like that. So duck hunting, we have duck decoys and we have very specific spreads that we will put out. We'll put them out in a very specific pattern. Uh, certain birds like to travel in packs, so we'll put those birds in the water in tighter groups. Other birds will spread them out. Geese are known uh, in the waterfowl uh uh, waterfowl birds as a um, confidence bird so normally other birds will see a goose on the water and they'll be more apt to land into your decoys uh, but when you're field hunting geese you need uh, you do things a little different so I had the opportunity to buy decoys from someone who uh, was not using them anymore he was actually an older gentleman um, and these goose decoys, you're normally running a hundred dollars a decoy for like a full decoy. Um, wow. I had the opportunity to buy two dozen decoys for a hundred dollars. Now I thought <laughs> it's a deal at twice the price, right? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is great. You know, he's obviously he's used them a lot, and and uh, and he was a really nice guy. Um, I thought these goose decoys would be like. The other goose decoys I have uh, that are the size of a goose. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I got I got to where I was going to get these goose decoys, and a friend came with me who got me into waterfall hunting. And um, <laughs> we, I was like, I'll just bring my truck. Everything will be fine. Uh, and I get there, and these goose decoys are huge. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it is 12 – how can I – so it's 12 and 12. I have 12 of the normal size goose field decoys, which you just set them in a field. They've got a head. You set them down on the ground. You put them in whatever spread you want. Uh, I've got 12 of those, but I have 12 de goose decoys that are, how can I explain it? It's like if you took your stove and measured it from top to bottom and side to side, that's how big those goose decoys are. I mean, they're hey, probably. What kind wow. of geese do you have in Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> the big ones, apparently. So those are those are going to bring you in. Those are going to bring the ducks in or the geese in because they're going to see them from the sky better, obviously, than the smaller They'll ones. See them from the International Space Station. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, they're huge. Like they are huge. And I pulled up pilots at thirty thousand like, feet are going to be like, hey, hey, there's some geese oh, down there. Yeah, there's going to be planes <laughs> that are going to see us in the UP that are going to see those decoys. I uh, wish I was haunted right now. <laughs> I wish I had a gun with a scope on it. That's what you say when you're whale watching. 
so I uh, so I bought these decoys, and they were, I mean, massive. And my wife is ticked. <laughs> and uh, are they going to live up north though? Uh, she thinks they are. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, what if I want to do? What if I want to do some field hunting down here? Not like. I mean, I have enough goose decoys right now that I need a separate trailer to haul up oh the goose decoys. That's why he was camping, hauling up my stuff. All right, so so Nick, Nick, here's here's what you do: is is your wife a heavy sleeper? Yes. Sneak out one day while she's asleep and put all the decoys in your room, all over the place, <laughs> so that they're waiting for her when she wakes up. I was just gonna put one like under the covers with some like. Yeah, you know, the Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah. So, no. So, so I, I sent you guys a picture of these these yeah. decoys, but not uh, not with scale. So yeah, I didn't yeah. realize they were that big. Oh, dude. Yeah. They're. I'll I'll send one with scale tomorrow when I and I'll get them out and I'll show you. It's it's like the size of a bike, like a small like a like a a midi, medium child's bike. It's <laughs> They're big. Um, but so I was explaining to you guys all about them. Uh, and you asked how, what, what do you do with them? What are these? <laughs> right. So I explained, you know, you put them out in the, in the field and mm-hmm. draws in the geese. And, <laughs> and as the geese come in, I pop up and I shoot them in the face. And there's one <laughs> less goose, Canada goose in the world. Which is uh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, there's limits to how many you can shoot in a day. Can't you only shoot them after? Now, again, the reason I know this is stupid, but isn't doesn't season not start till <laughs> September first? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So September. Why? Wait. Why do you know this? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you this remember the place I work? A man in? who doesn't hunt. No, no, I used to tell people, Jeremy's the only one that's going to get this, but I used to tell people that my, um, that I'm from Chicago. And so my definition of hunting is trying to find like ground beef at five o'clock in the afternoon at Dominic's. <laughs> Ooh, Bill, you're dating yourself. Yeah, I know. I get Dominic's it. Dominic's reference. Wow. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I know. Boy. Um, but I used to tell people, um, yeah, yeah. Dominic's is gone. They were a wonderful store, but, um, no, you know, the place I work, we have a pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some some Canadian geese that uh, that like to take up residence. And so uh, the first couple of years that we were at that facility, um, we were um, we were directed to remove the Canadian geese. And so in order to avoid Michigan's poaching laws, we had to wait until September 1st, to at which point someone went and shot them in the face. The place where you currently work. They, they build the it as best. Work, yeah. Build it as best. Rambo shows up. No, I was not there. I was. It was. Like, it was like the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. I was enjoying my life while the poor person who was tasked with shooting these in the face was uh, wading through a pond. But you know, we all have Why jobs wade to do. through a pond. You can get pretty good distance if you use bismuth shot and a full choke. I again, maybe I don't. I don't know. I. Oh, okay. It wasn't okay. It's all speculatory. Okay. I got you. We, uh, the they were shot place, in the face. The, yeah, the first place place. that my wife and I lived when we got married was this apartment, um, in the, the Chicago burbs. And we had a second story apartment and we had a balcony that overlooked this nice little pond area, uh, that Ooh. was part of the complex. And we used to get all kinds of Canada geese there. Uh, just, and 
they didn't hire anyone to come in and shoot them, um, given that it was a residential area. We didn't area. hire anybody. So, it was an employee, but still. Well, so, so <laughs> what they did instead is they brought in a pair of swans to reduce oh. the, the numbers. Yeah, yeah that was so, we, we tried. And if, if Canada geese are mean, swans, swans are, are mean yeah. and really, really scary, too, because they're really big. Yeah, we tried um, swan decoys. We tried coyote decoys. We tried um, collar boxes that simulated, like, Canadian gooses being attacked. Uh, That's kind of dark. Yeah, to try to keep them away. Uh, We tried, oh, my gosh, anything and everything you can think of. And uh, before we... Before you went the shoot them in the face route. Well, we did that. But then like <laughs> in subsequent years, we have since uh, – I'm going to like not a sponsor, uh, but we have – you guys are going to laugh and you're going to enjoy this so much. I can feel it. Uh, we've contracted with a company called Goose Busters, <laughs> <laughs> which is a real honest-to-goodness company. And oh. so they come and they bring their trained dogs and run them off and – destroy nests and trap and re well not trap and relocate now because of the avian flu but uh all those things well and then you know anything after september 1st gets shot in the face thank you for telling me that bill because now i'm going to spend the rest of my life feeling like a failure because i didn't come up with that business (laughs) idea first i know right (laughs) who is the person in charge of picking Picking was it you picking Picking goosebusters a company for x that was me Good. Okay. Yeah. And you chose them not because of their methods, but entirely because of their branding. They were chosen because of their branding. <laughs> uh, they were That's they were renewed. Point. They were renewed because of the results. Yeah. I'll do it for you cheaper. I'd like to get on that property with a <laughs> with a. Yeah. We, we can bring we can take this offline, but uh, <laughs> I will. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we we can talk about where you want to be that first weekend of September we'll do it for a case and a half. <laughs> yeah. So the, if anybody's interested in, uh, well, in most places, I just pulled up the, the waterfowl 2022 waterfowl digest that the DNR puts out. If you're interested at all, uh, September 1st through December 16th is for dark goose, which is uh, Canada brant and white fronted goose. Uh, September 1st through December 16th, your limit is, for a day is five, and you are to be in possession of no more than 15 at a time. And you're rolling with 15 dead Canadian geese, like in the back yeah. of your pickup truck. It's Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick's, just, Nick's just walking through the field, pulling a rope behind him that has 15 goose necks tied into it. <laughs> He's not do, saying anything, guns on his shoulder, just like. <laughs> I, yeah, I do have, I did make my own, uh, I did make my own. Uh, Duckling, which will carry over to gooselings. So it's got, yeah. If you're going to shoot white geese, it's the same thing, except it's 20 20 per day and 60 uh, in your possession. This has been the most amazing. I'm just happy that you guys have that I'm interested in. Let's. uh... This this might be this might be the most appropriate 150th episode ever. That is just the biggest load of random shit ever. <laughs> it truly is. It's can we all go hunting? Let's all go. That's hunting. great. Again, oh. Dominic. I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I haven't I haven't shot anything other than clay pigeons, but I'm well, gay. then you're you're already warmed up for ducks. 
there's nothing wrong with that. Bill, I'll buy you a shotgun. How about I, that? I'll does drink some dog, bourbon. That's about it. Does the dog, really does, when you take the dog, does it still laugh at you when you miss? <laughs> My dog does. <laughs> I don't take it. We don't take that's what we that's what we'd have to worry. That's what we'd have to worry about if Bill ever went out there and there was a hunting dog that popped up, Bill would shoot it in the face <laughs> because of all because of all the PTSD about duck hunt from his earlier life. That's exactly ah, right. If you're worried about missing, let me let me share one final story with you about duck hunting. Last year, we went duck hunting and it was a beautiful day, an awesome day. I think we shot half a box of shells between the both of us. Me and me and my friend both shot a half box of shells, which is really good duck hunting. I mean, it means you got a lot of um, opportunities to shoot. Some you hit, some you don't. I had struck out all day and uh, there was a duck coming in and he's like, that's your duck. He's like, this is your duck. You're going to hit it, hit it. And it's coming, coming across low and slow, cupped its wings. So it's not going anywhere crazy. I pull up my rifle. I shoot, I miss. So I'm like, ah, I missed. And he's like, rack another shell in, rack another shell in, because it was looping back around. I rack another shell in, loops back around. This duck is flying straight at me. I mean, if I... It, it's headed right it's, for us. It's, 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 <laughs> exactly. This duck is flying straight at me. Wings cupped. Wait, what? Nothing Wings are doing what? Cupped. So it's Wait, like... Explain. The wings are like cupping, you know? Uh, like this. Sure. Okay. Uh, Keep so, anyway, <laughs> wings cup. So it's not. It's not doing any. It's not going to do any sort of crazy maneuver. It's flying straight at me. I raise up my gun. I oh, shoot. he's like like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I raise. I raise up. It's like when they land. You know how when they land, they kind of bring their arms out. Oh. You know. Okay. That's coming. sure. So forward, not backwards. Yes. Yes. So it wasn't. It wasn't moving into attack position. Yeah. <laughs> so it's flying. It's flying again. At me. I, I don't know. I, again, I've taken a shot at this duck. It looped back. It's around. already pissed off at you because you it, shot, tried to yeah. shoot it once. I raise my gun up. <laughs> it's coming straight for me. I shoot. I miss again. That's the easiest shot in duck hunting. Shoot or be shot. And then what did the duck do to you? It flew away. Oh, it didn't like come in and like. No. <laughs> Get you in the head or it whatever. It was literally coming in straight at me. I had a straight shot at a duck and I missed it. I went to rack a third shell. I didn't have a third shell. So was the duck yelling serpentine the whole time. No, serpentine, not yet. Serpentine. <laughs> no, no, it was not. This would but make hunting was, uh, far more enjoyable. And, and at that point, my friend looked over at me and he said, What are you doing wrong? <laughs> Aww. And I, was, I was like, You know what? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, What am I doing? It's like, what am I doing wrong? He's like, so we we were trying to troubleshoot what I was doing. We can't figure it out. I still to this day don't know how that duck didn't die. So don't worry about it if you miss a duck. You're gonna wasn't, come with. Wasn't that duck's day to die? Exactly. Yeah. You're gonna. Here's come the with problem. Like, I don't want to eat any of it, and so I'll eat it. That's even better. <laughs> every once in a, every once in a while, you take a bite and you gotta spit out a piece of lead. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Not the way I do. A little gamey. Yeah. No, no, no. You get some wood duck might be a little gamey. You get some like you get some mallards or some teal. Those are good eating. So flaming yawn of the sky. Actually, that's the sandhill crane. But I, say, I hear that the sandhill crane is the ribeye of the sky. Yeah. Uh, 
Again, yeah, I have no idea why I know these things. Teal, teal's <laughs> great. Mallard's good. Yeah. Shuffler's can you shoot a Sandhill Crane yet? Or still no? Uh, you can in Texas. Can you? Yeah, apparently Sandhill Crane is really good. You can in yeah. Texas. You want to go to Texas? There's a no. YouTube channel called uh, Hunt 41 where they're hunting all 41 species of birds, and they do have one from Texas. Uh, fun fact, when you shoot a Sandhill Crane, you have to have a... Uh, retriever dog your retriever dog has to wear goggles because if you don't kill the sandhill crane the sandhill crane will try to attack your retriever dog if it's crippled because those things are gigantic Uh uh-huh and they sound like dinosaurs yeah hunt 41 i can't recommend that enough to everybody oh wow i'd write it down but my pen right now the ink so chronicles i don't have a pencil here (laughs) michigan out of doors if you're from michigan or, you know, whatever your local hunting and fishing show it's is. the one with, uh, what's his face? Jamie Kretzinger? No, that's not the guy I'm thinking of. Babe Winkleman? Nope. Who's the big guy that does the Michigan Outdoor Show? Ted Nugent? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be so, that would be so awesome if it was true. Is it Kid Rock? No, no. no. Hold on, I'm just going to look it up. Oh, the, you talk about the Meat Eater guy? What? The Meat Eater podcast? I don't think so. Jimmy I can't believe Gretzinger. I can't think of this guy's name. I can't believe that it's not Jimmy Gretzinger, because that's who hosts Michigan Outdoors. Morton F? No. It, it, it does say Jimmy Gretzinger is the cast, or Jenny Olson. Jenny Olson is also. She... Just, it's... Mm. This is making me angry. Can't you sure that. it's not Babe Winkleman? I'm positive that's not the guy I'm thinking of. No, it, uh, we, we are not thinking of the same show. That's is it? Um, Fred Trost. Bill Dance? No. no. I used to watch Bill Dance when I was a kid. Is yeah. he still around? Yes, he is. Huh. With Bill Dance, University of Tennessee Volunteers hat. Mike Avery. Mike, Mike Avery. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he the one? He's the one that does the. Does he do the radio show? Yeah. 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 Does Mike Avery Outdoors? I I only ask because I I've spoken to him on more than one occasion. So. Why? <laughs> he used to be the voice of our phone banking system. Ugh. Oh, being Mister Michigan Outdoors, not paying enough that he's got to get a side gig. Or no, we still sponsor his show and stuff. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you're a radio guy. You're going to make money however you can. <laughs> <laughs> Peddling weird propaganda. He, he doesn't do that part anymore. He just did that for free for us because he liked me. Yeah. Oh. Did he? He did it for free. He seemed to like me. If I emailed him now, he'd email me back. So that's cool. That's cool. I mean, probably not now. It's like ten o'clock on a Sunday night. He probably would. He's probably up reading some weird QAnon website. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we've jo- <laughs> we've joked. Have you ever listened to this radio show? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's a little rough. I haven't. Is it? Sometimes. Good to know. Not always about well, Michigan outdoors. Really? Not always. Well, Episode one fifty is great. Out. This might be our last. <laughs> no, I just, you know. That's <laughs> interesting, Nick. Thank you for the uh, the information. I'll. Look into you're that welcome. about between nine and ten o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>
You're welcome. No, we joked about we were going to do a podcast where we talked about the things you're not supposed to talk about. Oh, it's like the the ten seven words you can't say on, seven, seven you can't say on, yeah, uh, we were, on TV. Yeah, we were yeah. Do like a religion and politics show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can talk religion. You guys want to talk religion? No. No, not tonight. Are you sure? Mm-mm. Pretty sure. Okay. Uh, but just for fun. <laughs> we are, like, we already talked we already talked about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That yeah. constitutes religion for this crowd. So yeah. We're good. Okay, I don't know how uh I, I don't know how long we're going to be doing this podcast for tonight, but I think that we should all go around. And we should say our favorite Bible verse. No, nobody wants to go around to say their own their favorite. No, Bible. I'm, I'm no, I'm good. Thanks. You sure? <laughs> yeah. One like. Okay. This is like this is bait, and I don't know what's on the end of it. I really <laughs> don't. I'm really scared. There's no bait. Okay, I'll do mine. <laughs> there it is. First Thessalonians 4, uh, 11 through 12, in the New International Version, if you're following along. You're not reading from the message? No, New International Version, uh, NIV, uh, for those in the know. Uh, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. It's very nice. It is. Nick, now, Nick, since it, there's no bait, do you guys want to say your favorite Bible verse? <laughs> if I say Ezekiel 25, 17, does that count? It doesn't actually exist, I don't think. I know it doesn't. It does exist in Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's mind, but that's about yeah. it. How about Colossians 3, verse 13? Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord has forgave you. I, I have, for the record, no grievance against any of you. That's good. Oh, that's oh, good. That's yeah. nice. How about Romans that. twelve three? Anybody? No? That was last week. That was my favorite. Oh, that was, that was yours. <laughs> for by, or, for by or, the grace given to me, or, I say or, to every one of you, do not think yourself more highly than you ought, but rather uh, think of yourself more somber ju- with more somber judgment in accordance Nick, with mm-hmm. faith God has distributed to each of you. Nick, Nick, I think you said that wrong, though. Shouldn't it be Romans XVIIIIII? <laughs> yes. Yes. Haley Banks has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> XV, XVI, XVI, XVI. Serve it up. XVI, Serve it up, and I'm going to take XVI, a swing XVI. at it. <laughs> Wheels on a big wheel. No? So, I can't believe that you guys don't want to go around and see your favorite Bible words. Roman, Romans 23.7. <gasps> okay. What is it? Romans twenty three seven, yeah. Let me see. We are now at a place where I would have not. The, the, the likelihood that we would have gotten here is now right in the same level as the likelihood that I would have thought I would have found a shuffleboard court under my carpet. Expect <laughs> <laughs> the unexpected. Hang on, wait. This is. Is it? But I see in my members other another law waging uh, war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Is that 23-7? It looks like it. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I just picked a random verse, man. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay. 
Uh, what do I mean? <laughs> nice. uh, I have no idea. Hang on. I always like to pull it up. Uh, Jeremiah 4, 24. That's the one where he says he's a bullfrog. No, 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 no. That's different. <laughs> this is the IT. Uh, this is the help desk creed. We have it. Oh my gosh. Uh, we actually have it wood 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 engraved. Very nice. On our on a plaque on our thing. It's uh Jeremiah four uh, is uh the Lord says oh, my I people are stupid. Bill. The what? The Lord says my people are stupid. Oh. Yeah. That is I, good. I just got that I just got that joke, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the Jeremiah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I was I just <laughs> Your Lord. <laughs> That was horrible. So, <laughs> so Nick, what uh, what wrestling's on today? Well, that 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 did that did take you a little while, Shane. Wow. <laughs> what wrestling is on tonight? Uh, it's Sunday, so actually oh. today is the day of rest for wrestling. Uh, tomorrow it was on every night, but I thought uh, every well, day was the day of wrestling. Well, and there's always oh, some sort of wrestling. On. Oh wait, oh. okay, I got I got something for that. That's not funny! It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Take him away! Hey, boo! 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 Ground sounder. Hold on. Yes! React. There we go. Oh, there we go. Uh, yes, today is the day of rest for wrestling. Uh, normally Saturdays and Sundays, you know, it used to be. Well, not anymore. Okay, so normally today is a pay-per-view day. They've kind of moved pay-per-views. Uh, they call them. They don't call them pay-per-views in WWE anymore. They call them PLEs, premium live events. Those are normally Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, mostly Saturdays. I think they moved back to Sundays. Uh, tomorrow is uh, WWE Raw uh, at 8 o'clock on the USA Network for now. Uh, you get three hours of wrestling. Well, you get three hours of WWE, probably like an hour and a half of wrestling. Uh, and then Tuesday, you're looking, uh, if you're looking forward to that at eight o'clock, uh, uh, WWE NXT is, uh, on, uh, that will be on USA as well. Wednesday night is of course the always, uh, entertaining and high, high, uh, thrill, highly thrill seeking AEW, uh, dynamite. Uh, that will be on uh, TNT. No, oh, no, TBS. That's on TBS. Uh, Very funny. Yes. Uh, they uh, uh, right after the Big Bang Theory at eight o'clock. You got about two two hours of wrestling there. It's gonna be pretty great. Uh, and then you're looking at uh, what Thursday is a little bit harder to find wrestling. Thursday is Impact Wrestling. You're gonna find that on AXS Television, or you're gonna go onto Twitch and watch that. Uh, streaming. No, we're not um, going on to Twitch. And uh, so you can, you can watch that there. And then Friday night, Friday night is uh, WWE SmackDown from 8 to 10 o'clock uh, on Fox. And then at the 10 o'clock hour, you turn over to TNT because they know drama and you get uh, AEW Rampage uh, for another two hours. And then we roll into Saturday and Saturday is a fun night because Saturday night is all right for fight to fight. And you get AEW collision at eight o'clock. And if it was 
this Saturday, I'd tell you that after AEW Collision for two hours, then you'd get another bonus hour of AEW Wrestling for AEW uh, Battle of the Belts. But can we that. can we pause for a moment and yes. think about how in this entire litany of wrestling scheduling, Nick managed to work in an Elton John reference? <laughs> well, that's the theme song to <laughs> AEW Collision. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, 100%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that is 100% the theme song to AEW Collision. Are you kidding me? AEW has the elite, the elite who is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks who come out to carry on my wayward son. <laughs> really? Yes. It's pretty great. Once they came back from what is uh, referred to in the, uh, in the, in the wrestling circles as brawl out. Uh, <laughs> uh, once they came back from that big fight between them and CM Punk and Ace steel, they started using the journey song, carry on my wayward son. It's pretty great. It's not journey. It's Kansas. It's not journey though, but it's not. No, no, it's Kansas. It's not journey song. No, no. Been wrong for my whole life. Oh, <laughs> huh. not journey. Kansas. Easy mistake to make, but yeah. I don't know that that's an easy mistake to make. Wow. It is for he me. They're all polite. All <laughs> he, is being, yeah. he is being polite, yeah. What's yeah. Chicago sing? A lot. Glory of Love. No, wait, that was... 35 or 6 to 4. <laughs> it was Peter Cetera, yeah. It's, that, now, yeah. that's an easy mistake to make. Because he was part of Chicago. Right, which, you know. yes. It's like mixing up Peter Gabriel with Phil Collins. Mm, no. Sledgehammer and You Can't Buy Me Love. Those are not easy to... They're practically the same song. <laughs> no. and, besides, and, and, and besides, did, did Peter Gabriel ending up, end up putting um, putting a song like In the Air Tonight when Andy Richter is going to shoot the... The mall cop, Andy Richter, is going to shoot the kids for their water guns in big trouble. I really miss that movie. Oh, that movie is so amazing. <laughs> this that movie, this is that? gentleman is the second reference to that movie that I have made in the last five hours. Because I had to take my, – my neighbors were going to visit family in Rhode Island. So since I'm home alone, they asked if I would take them to the airport. So I took them to O'Hare. None of them had seen the movie before. So as we were driving in, I was explaining the situation about the, well, we're arriving – but then we're departing, you're departing. Which, has, we're departing. which has ruined me. That movie <laughs> ruined me for airports forever because I cannot drive under those signs at any airport without going. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's really unfortunate, though, is that we missed referencing the movie when we were talking about DJ Qualls. That's true. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. That is true. That's such a good movie. I'm gonna go find a way to watch that right it's now. It's on. It's um. It streams somewhere. Yeah, I I bought it on Apple I did, I did TV too. like a long time ago. <laughs> but I, I think it's on. Uh, those movies are gonna go away. Big Trouble is. Uh, oh no! I I just it's not streaming. It, except you for know me what? I bought it. You know what? There are there are two movies that I have wanted to get my hands on that not only are not streaming anywhere, but unless you find them in like a used place, you can't even get them on DVD or Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And that's Airheads with Brendan Fraser, um, mm -hmm. Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler. Yep. And and PCU with uh, Jeremy Piven and David Spade. Oh, I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. David I really Spade was in I, PCU. Yes. 
I really want to get my hands on both of those movies, and I cannot find them anywhere in any format. You know, another movie that you can't find? They're not available for purchase anything. What? Dogma. Yeah. It's locked up up in a bunch of nonsense with Miramax because of the... um, because of the Weinsteins and all their issues. And so it's not on Blu-ray um, and it's not streaming anywhere. And so unless you've got an old DVD copy of it, which I did and it's gone, I think I just uh, must. Shane does. Yep. You can it. get like a hundred bucks for it if you want to sell Ooh. it on eBay. <laughs> did you guys know that there's an audiobook version of Big Trouble? Well, yeah, it's based, on, it's based on a book by Dave Barry. I did oh, not know that mm-hmm. at all. It's a Dave Barry. would pay for some uh, goose decoys. Yeah, so. <laughs> you that can get true. like twenty-four goose decoys for a hundred dollars, depending on the size. The right yeah. person, mm-hmm. the right you person. Those out, right sell time. them individually, and there we go. Now we're talking. Pay for your pool water. <laughs> is, <laughs> is 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 Mallrats included in that whole thing, Bill? Uh, no, Mallrats is on HBO Max streaming right okay, now. Okay, because I was gonna say I have a copy of Mallrats on Blu-ray, and I think it's still. In the, I think it's still shrink wrapped. Yeah, like, no, no, no. I, it's for whatever reason, Dogma got caught up in something, and so I was having a discussion with a guy at work about this because he's like, "You still have a copy of Dogma, don't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do." And he's like, "Can I borrow it?" Because he doesn't want to pay the inflated prices on the internet for it. And I went looking for it. I must have gotten rid of it as I was purging stuff when I moved, hmm. which is really unfortunate because that means somebody got a hell of a good deal at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Jackpot. Oh, do I want to pay $18 just to have big trouble streaming? Yeah. Well, no, wait, because it'll be, it goes on sale all the time. Yeah. I think when I got it on Apple, um, on the iTunes store, it was like $7.99. Yeah. It's, they, they've got it in there, $4.99 movies, and it goes into the $7.99 movies. And it's almost worth it. it, it now, that's also true. Oh. What do you guys think? You think he's going to do it? Yeah, he will. I think it's probably it. Yeah. Oh, he'll pull the trigger. It's just more yeah. money. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Oh, you will that probably a, do it, though, or are you going to do it right now? I'll probably do it later when I think no. about it. That movie, yeah, I, I don't think you will then. That movie yeah. on VHS and, like, and just being like, oh, it's a Tim Allen movie. It's going to be a little funny. And then just it overperforming immensely mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh man this whole conversation is going to end up costing me some money too why <laughs> so i i got like a a deal on audible credits a little while yeah. ago yeah and they had one of those ridiculous sales where they had tons of stuff that was so what i started to do bill is got started to get a bunch of the jack ryan books sure. um you know the the before they started to suck, in my opinion, anyway. But have you read um, any of the new ones, though? No. So, like, there was. I know. I think we've talked about this, and I'm just going to say it again. Like, so Tom Clancy died. They got kind of gross because um, they had somebody else writing them. He was okay. He wasn't great. There's a new guy who has written the last man five or six called named Mark Cameron. He's they're really good. Well, anyway, believe me. So <laughs> Did you see that very so decisive. Yeah. He just brushed so, you off, right? Yeah, he, he <laughs> I have happen. been I have been collecting these, and I have one more left to go. The only one of the the grouping that I want is Clear and Present Danger. So I have another Audible credit hitting you, in, a, in a couple of weeks to get that one. And now, thanks to this conversation, I'm probably going to keep my membership going for another month so that I can get Big Trouble on <laughs> Audible. 
because I think mm-hmm. listening to that book would probably be a lot of fun. Do you, um, my dad, so my dad, um, you know, he had his liver surgery and all that stuff and it's all good. Everything's great. And he's, uh, he's obviously honestly bounced back really well. Well, I told him about you, Jeremy, uh, and how much you like military history and military history books and stuff. And he was like, he got super excited. He's like, has he ever, have you ever read any of the W W E B Griffin books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He loves them. And he was like, I, he's like, I bet he already knows about them, but he, if he doesn't just tell him, yep. just tell him. about. Them. <laughs> so I had to fulfill that wish. Thank you much. Yeah. Much he's like, appreciated. I, read, I read those books like two or three times, like some of those books, two or three times a year. <laughs> So, yeah. Tell him to read, because um, I, I know, Bill, you're familiar with uh, Red Storm Rising, which was a b- build under Tom Clancy, but he actually co-wrote it with Larry Bond, mm-hmm. who Larry, Larry Bond has a couple of other good ones, too. But I, I find myself increasingly wanting to find books like that. Like, I want the the World War Three, the Cold War turns into World War Three scenario mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and they're really hard to find. There's just not that many good ones out there, but there is a book that I found. Um, and I guess this guy's written a bunch of other stuff too, but it's a, he's a former CIA operative. If I remember right, either CIA or state department, the author's name is Ralph Peters and the book is called red army. And it's not, it's not super long, but it's essentially looking at that world war three us versus USSR war scenario (laughs) entirely from the perspective of characters in the Soviet army. No. Mm, that's interesting. It's, it's actually really good. I <laughs> I found I found an old old paperback copy of it at half price books, and I've never had this happen to a book before. But by the time I was done, the paper the paperback cover on it I should see if I can find it somewhere because um, I think I kept it like disintegrated as I read it. It just came apart in chunks, and by the end of it, wow. I just had I just had a book that had no cover. It was just the glue and the paper, and that was it. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah, it, give him that recommendation. It's not, it's only, I think, you know, 375 or 400 pages or something like that. It's not super yeah. long, but it's yeah. really good. Yeah, he'd like that. I'll definitely tell him about, tell him about that. Yeah. There's another one called um, Team Yankee by the author's name is Harold Coyle. Same type of thing, World War okay. III. That, that's the book I was reading when I broke my leg. So I ended up finishing that one real quick when I was chilling in the hospital for four days. <laughs> I forgot you broke your leg. <laughs> rough not not my finest hour or maybe it was i don't know <laughs> or maybe it was i mean it happens yeah yeah it, it it gave me the ultimate existential threat of kicking my kids in the ass with the titanium leg when they're not doing something i want them to do so <laughs> the titanium leg has become a metaphor for punishment in my house yeah yeah <laughs> father of the year right here yes yes i like it oh that's great that's great. So is the, uh, obviously we were not sure when the next uh, podcast will be, but will that be the, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons continuation that we were? Oh, I would, I would love or, for that to be the Dungeons and Dragons continuation. But you guys will, no, no, I, I'm oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it sound like there's going to be a button. Yeah. Bill's waiting for the other shoot a ball. I would have liked uh, this one to be, but I just, uh, again, I forgot and, didn't have the prep time. So yeah, the next <laughs> it would have been good for the 150th. It would have been, I'm but down. 151, I mean, we get some Bacardi going and, uh, you know, wow. Yeah. I actually had an idea 
relating to restarting that that uh, I don't want to I don't want to share it with you guys right now because if I can get it put together the way I think I can get it put together, it'll be a nice little surprise. So I'm just happy that you're thinking oh. about it. Yeah, I, I, it was. Um, I was thinking about it the other day and just didn't have time to look at what I wanted to look at. Um, so anyway, I don't want to. I found well, a it, bunch of uh, memes of, of Dungeons and Dragons stuff that gave me ideas for things to use in Dungeons and Dragons, and it's really hard not to send them to you guys because I'm going to use. What did you guys? Them. So I finally finished that. But what did you guys? I mean, we can end with this if you want. But what did you guys think of the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Now that we've all actually seen it, I loved it. It was awesome. You didn't see it. I, I haven't seen it. I, I loved it. Seen it. I loved no. it so much that I'm currently reading the second second prequel book, and right now. I have all six of the Funko Pops <laughs> sitting on my desk. <laughs> I, lo- I loved it. I got my daughter one of the prequel books um, for it. You probably, you probably got her exactly the same one I'm reading right now. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I think you, you got the one with um, what's his name on the front of it. No, this is the other, this is the other one. I got the I I like that one so much. I picked oh. up the second one because I found oh. it for like twelve bucks on Amazon. Yes, so yes. This is the I one the one about the druid. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's the one. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, no, it was so, it was it was really good. Like, yeah. and it, it it's funny because to me, and and granted, I haven't played extensively, but the whole thing, the way that it was written, it felt like an actual campaign. Like, it felt like the things yeah. some of the characters did felt like somebody would come up with that character. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing with the uh, the paladin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that is absolutely how you would play if you wanted to play an over the top, just ridiculous stereotype paladin. That's exactly what you would do is play like that guy did. Well, and that's uh, I was listening to some of the red carpet stuff from the directors and writers, and that's what they said. They said that you know they love they love playing Dungeons and Dragons. And they wanted to make sure that the movie was an accurate representation. It was like a, it was a, it was a mix of, of anybody, anybody could get into it and like it, but also that the diehard fans would be like, ah, like that. Yeah. You know, that's a, and, and they did a very good job of that. That is a really hard balance to strike to appeal to do something that appeals to both of those audiences. But yeah. they did it really well. They did it very well. The uh, I, I was so related to that. I was reading something shortly after that movie came out that said that one of the ways that they prepped the cast uh-huh. was they actually had the cast sit down the day they met each other mm-hmm. and they played a, like a four hour one shot hmm. campaign. Awesome. Oh, which I think cool. is pretty cool. If you're going to, if you want to, you know, get to know each other and do prep work and you know, whatnot. The, the other thing I was going to mention is <laughs> I was reading, I think it was an interview with Chris Pine, but so that, that scene with the paladin, um, all right, I won't. I, I won't give any anything critical away here, Shane. But oh, you, there's no, this. Go ahead, because I, I do plan on watching it. But go ahead and, and you can talk okay. about it because I, I, I will watch it. I just don't know. It's it, it's going to be streaming at some point. I'll I'll probably forget all about this by the time that rolls around. So <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, the scene the scene that's yeah, on the beach when the guy leaves when the paladin leaves and he's walking away from them on the beach. And he just, he's like walking, walking in a straight line. And you hear Chris Pine talking about it. Like, oh, he's, I've never seen anybody walk in such a straight line. And there's a big boulder in front of him. And he just walks directly over it instead of around it. <laughs> that that whole thing was improvised. And they actually, like, they 
they got Chris Pine like talking about him. Like that was a real oh, cool. interaction. And it, was, it it fit so perfectly that they just put it in the movie. Hmm. It wasn't scripted. No, no, that um, it's nope. interesting. Interesting. I thought it was interesting. The screenplay was written by one of the guys that was on the show Bones. That's interesting. That was interesting to me only. Apparently, uh, <laughs> might have been interesting to Shane, but I think his video froze. It's okay. John Francis Daly is who it was. Hmm. Yep. Yep. He's apparently wrote a lot of stuff. Interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Shane's video is still frozen. Yeah. Well, I mean, Poor he's guy. not frozen, but the video is frozen. He might be frozen. We don't know. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, not likely, but it is possible. He's back. There he is. Shane, you're back. This is this is so like all three of your screens work perfectly. I can hear you. I can talk, but apparently, just something's glitching on my end. So we were worried. I can hear you were frozen. You're talking. Yeah, just Shane. Shane, is that a is that a far side calendar on your desk? You have a far side calendar. It looks like a far side calendar. How can you see a far side calendar? Is it a far side? Because I can see it. It looks like a far side calendar. How could you? It is a far side calendar. It was in camera. Yeah. I didn't know they were still making those. I didn't realize it was in camera. Yeah, I get one every year. I didn't know they still made those. I love far side. As you can see, uh, this is right around when we moved. (laughs) April twenty seventh. I haven't. uh, I haven't uh, updated since then. I need, Dang it, I need a far side been, calendar. He, he's been too busy disinfecting a swimming pool. Oh my gosh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. like, there's been other priorities here. I've been planting trees all year. I get it. <laughs> For like, because he's, because damn it, he's tired of paying somebody else to pick apples. He's going to turn yeah. his own property into an apple orchard. <laughs> you do it. We have three like... apple trees actually, but that's a different <laughs> subject. <laughs> I just planted three apple trees. It's fine. Why? We're making a garden. It's a whole thing. It's just gardens oh. are on the ground. Orchards are yes. trees. Are you gonna yes. have blueberries? We, we're yes, that's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I I feel like Bill and his wife need to be doing a PBS weekly show or something like that. You know, like back when the Victory Garden used to be on PBS, like something like that. We don't need more white people on TV. Yeah. So, like, just to leave you guys with this, <laughs> there's enough of us, right? Yeah. Uh, when we were at Spicer's picking blueberries, my wife asked them what varieties of blueberries they were picking so that she could get an idea about what what the good ones are. Yeah. And they said blue and blue, blue ones. Blue. <laughs> the lady was like, oh, I don't know. And then she named one. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then these other two. Oh, interesting. Guys, okay. I'm just the laborer. I just plant what's bought. She buys, <laughs> I plant. It's fine. She buys, you plant. You collapse wheelbarrows in the process. She, I do. Oh my! <laughs> did I tell you I broke my wheelbarrow? You set the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Damn thing's still not fixed either. I gotta take it apart. A wheelbarrow? I broke the wheelbarrow. Yeah, getting a tree out of the. Yeah, Oops. but how do you? So. <laughs> so okay, it be we, easier just to buy a new one. A new wheelbarrow? I know, but yeah. so I have a two-wheeled wheelbarrow. Oh, it's two wheels. Yeah, and it's amazing. Okay. And he's got, had it he's like, got three Christmas tree money, and he's got a two wheel wheelbarrow money. I bought the two wheeled wheelbarrow like got, twenty years ago, and um, sure. I love my wheelbarrow. And yeah. so 
this tree, this big giant, it was, well, it seemed big and giant when it was inside the car. Um, but then we got it out of, it was probably like a 500 pound tree or so that we then managed to get out of the car. Cause they loaded it in with a fork lift. And then like the whole back of the, we have a Yukon XL and the whole back of the thing went, boom. um, <laughs> And so we got it out, and then as it came down, we did not break the car, which was wonderful. Did you get um, a fully grown tree? Yeah, we did. And um, but then it, it hit the wheelbarrow, and then it like caved in the legs a little bit. So I have to take the legs off. I'm gonna try to fix them. Hmm. Are, they, just, are the legs wooden? No, they're metal, and so they're bent oh. out of shape. And so my um, my son, who is 15 and a knucklehead and an idiot, um, said, "Just hit him with a hammer." He's and not wrong. Um, and I said, go ahead, hit it with the hammer. And it just bounces off. <laughs> it's not going to actually like do anything. So I'm going to have to, did he, um, did he specify what kind of hammer? Give the boy a sledge and see I have what he a can sledge. do. It bounces off. Why wouldn't you just put some heat to that? And then you could, what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to take the legs off, throw it in the vice and then you just bend it back Oh, and then reattach it. If they were wooden, I was going to suggest you could take one of your trees, cut it down, carve new legs. From <laughs> That's a great suggestion. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's great. He has no just go get another big help. Big money and big help. Plant trees in Jerusalem for you, right? <laughs> what? You know, you don't have to plant. Like, we have enough trees here. Like, it's fine. Like, it's one of our main exports. We're okay. You can just you can plant trees other places <laughs> by donating money. You <laughs> do. I'm not touching it. No. <laughs> Just saying. Like it's Once again, we're not touching something Nick says. <laughs> no. No, I'm not touching that. And I, again, I plant the trees that make the missus happy, and you guys get how that works. Oh, right. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they look nice. So. Do they? Yeah. yeah. You and point to them, and you're like, "When I'm dead, that tree's gonna be." Somebody will cut it down and it'll be gone too. Yeah. Use these trees. <laughs> use these trees to make my coffins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All these over here, those are your mom's coffin trees. All these over goes, here, these are my coffin trees. Matilda, which, you remember this. Yeah. Which, <laughs> this which ties in which ties in nicely if you think about the scene in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when Clark freaks out at the end and he's like, We needed a coffin. I mean a tree. <laughs> a <little> tree. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I'm just it, you, I I brained them all with a B. Mine, are, <laughs> so you know which ones are mine. I picked them out specific. If you don't know how to mill the wood, here's the number of somebody who said that they do. Uh, Doesn't need to be a fancy box. Just make yeah. it regular. Yeah. <laughs> Over here on the property, we've also marked out where we'd like our bodies laid. No. At night, so that it's, nobody can see. We're in a subdivision. <laughs> Have you never seen the episode of Unsolved Mysteries where they built that subdivision above the graveyard? No, no, that was Poltergeist. No, it was it was it was Unsolved Mysteries, and then like these people were uh, like perpetually haunted by the uh, by the ghosts, Again, and I, then I still think that was a movie called Poltergeist. Well, I'll send yeah. you the link. And then, <laughs> the link is Poltergeist. Okay. See, my, my wife, my wife didn't like my historic, uh, my desire to be historically accurate. I told her if I, if I die before she does, I don't want a big elaborate coffin. I want them to build me like a pine box, Deadwood style cost yeah. like $15 and 25 cents yeah. worth of, worth of plywood yeah. from Home Depot and a box of screws. 
I told Stephanie that if I die first, I wanted to remarry. I think we heard this. I, I think we heard this one. About I wanted to remarry a guy named Rich, though. Yep. So that when people are talking and they're like, oh, did you hear Nick died? And they're like, oh, yeah, but I heard Stephanie got a lot of money. And they're like, oh, no, she married a guy named Rich. <laughs> They'd be like. <laughs> oh. That's why we right. love it. Yeah. Boy, I think uh, I think I hear somebody calling me. Yeah. 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 Look at the time. Look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> Bill, Billy, your wife needs to talk to you about your uh, berry picking schedule for this week. So yeah, you got to go finalize that before you go yeah. to sleep. You think she'll still charge you to pick the berries? Like, yes, hundred percent. Got to pay me like twenty bucks. No, no, I don't think so. She'll probably just make us pay by the pound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next thing you'll be buying a scale. Yeah. We have some scales. Yeah. yeah. Put, them up, put the bucket up there. Let's see what you owe me. All right. So it's uh, two pounds at uh, $15 a pound. You're lucky today. We're running a special. For... <laughs> Friends and family discount minus 20%. Yeah, if you were a friend, if you, if you were a friend, I'd give you twenty five, but you're not. So family, so you get five percent off. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Bill's Bill's friends and family discounts five percent. Yeah, you actually have to pay more. It's weird how that works, but I don't. <laughs> it's the damnedest thing. But yeah, here yeah. we are. You know, and I can't put them back on the tree, so you do have to pay for them. Unfortunately, <laughs> any any of the ones you knock off, right? Yeah. So, otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's a restocking fee. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen percent. George, get the glue gun. <laughs> we got to put them back. Hot <laughs> gluing apples day. back into a tree. Yeah. <laughs> what you What you doing? Uh, cheapskate couldn't pay for his baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that is funny. That is a good time. <laughs> Yeah, I was a. Oh, you know how funny that'd be to see somebody just out there with the glue gun, lousy guy. I couldn't pay twelve dollars for stinking blueberries. It just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to tie that into the. Just some Amish um, No, the the scene the the scene in Last Crusade where Indy throws the guy out of the blimp and he's like, "No ticket," and everybody like, I'm, I'm, I feel like there's a connection there, but I can't quite make it. So here's your connection. We were on the little hayride back, and I took a blueberry out of the bucket that was all like gross and tossed it out. That little hayride. My wife looked at me like, "What? No ticket." It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. And on and that like, note, okay. folks, I did. <laughs> True story. That's nicely good. done. This was this was great. I needed yep. this. After a we week camping with my in-laws, I I really needed this. Good. Well, we're glad we could help. That's okay. right. I'm glad too. Next one in six months or so. I'll so it'll be the guys. Christmas episode. See you guys in December. Yep. Hey, I got. I'm pretty sure I got up to up to and including two more weeks of living the bachelor life here while my family's in Wisconsin. So if you want to get really? another one in, yeah. Nice. Nice. Just me and me and the dog, and a cavalcade of contractors coming in and out of my house. Yeah, it's always <laughs> nice too when they're in there. Really getting close to hunting season, so you know. By December, we should be all wrapped up. All right, well, prep uh, <laughs> turkey prep season's coming two. up here. You know, goose is coming up. 
Well, while you're sitting in your blind, prep the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Oh, I've got it all. I just need to find out where it is. It's all pre-made. Uh, I found a pre-made story to start us out. Look, don't ruin. Don't tell us how the magic, how the cookies get made. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait till the end of that because you guys are going to get some stuff. And it's been two years since I've created this stuff. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, then I guess that's next time hey, then. Didn't but, one yeah. of you see Ernest Saves Christmas in the theater? Uh, I don't know. might have been me. Was it you? Somebody I went saw to see a bunch Ernest. Of, I saw a bunch of the Ernest Somebody went to see Ernest, the Ernest Saves Christmas in the theater, I think, with their dad. And they were like, this is the worst oh, show ever. That was oh, me. No, that, that yeah, was there was five people in the theater, That's uh, including my dad and I. Yeah. Good. Okay. Just wondering. I saw Ernest Goes to Camp in the theater, I'm pretty sure. I think I, I did, too. I just watched it the other day on Tubi. Ernest Scared Stupid. Can't find it anywhere. I didn't see that one. Scariest of all the Ernests. Mm-hmm. Stupidly scary. Yeah. <laughs> right. I might have to try and find that. Okay. Go. All right. I've ran out of stuff to talk about. All right, well, that's a good spot oh, for us to stop. I didn't think so you guys want to talk about wrestling? <laughs> Write that down. Nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Right. Again, the... nope. Again, look at the time. It's work day tomorrow. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right, gents. All right. All right. I'm Bye, everybody. going to bed right now. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, you guys. See you guys. See you guys. See ya. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk podcast brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. To hear more of their music, visit thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Please tell a friend about Pillow Talk. And thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. <laughs>